For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yes, six minutes after nine on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. And the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. You know, being a professional talk show host, you you have to do your research and you have to know, you know, you have to sometimes put your brain through unpleasant things and deal with unpleasant things in order that you can be able to comment, comment, comment <laughs> on these stories on the air, on the air. And uh, last night I, I forced myself, oh God, I forced myself to watch Get Curious with Kamala Harris. Oh God, oh. Ooh, I, it was hard keeping my Chick-fil-A down. It really was, man. I almost tossed my Chick-fil-A sandwich onto the table. It was re- It's really bad. She, see, instead of de- dealing with the border, you know, that, that little old crisis we have down south, which she's supposed to be handling, she's supposed to be handling, she's doing a new YouTube video series called Get Curious, and it's about space. It's trying to get the little boogers interested in space. And it's 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 beyond obnoxious. I, I don't know if, if you've had lunch yet, or well, I guess it's only nine a.m. If you've had your 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 you know breakfast taco, uh, I would maybe avoid this video at all costs. It's it's a series because Kamala Harris is uh, leading the, the National Space Council, which is interesting because Kamala Harris has a lot of space between her ears. Thank you. I'm here all week. And we, we find out also, and you watch it, and she's sitting there with a bunch of kids that look like they're, I don't know, middle school aged. They're teenagers, right? And uh, like 12, 13, 14 year olds. And they're all just sitting there going, uh huh, uh, yes, uh huh. Uh-huh. I mean, just they're so freaking happy to be there. Well, it turns out they're all Canadian, they're all actors. They, they hired a bunch of kid actors to act like they give a crap about Kamala Harris. It was produced by a Canadian production company. This is from the Fox News story. A Canadian, uh, it's called Sinking Ship, Sinking Ship Entertainment. How apropos. And it's just, it's really, it's, it, it's, it's again beyond obnoxious. There, there's not a word. See, Kamala Harris is obnoxious on a level for which we don't have a word in English. You know, that's how obnoxious she is. We need another word that takes the level of obnoxious up a couple of notches, like takes it to 11. You know, we need a word that is obnoxious to the 11th power, and we don't have it. So I can't describe how obnoxious she is with merely by merely using the word obnoxious. At one point, she tells the the the, the actors <laughs> that they will literally see the craters on the moon with your own eyes. With your own eyes, I'm telling you, she says. You'll see craters on the moon. Kamala, everybody's seen the craters on the moon. It's, we've all, we've all, you can go online and see the craters on the moon. I'm just saying it's pretty standard stuff. And she says that. I mean, that's a ridiculous thing. You could see craters on the moon with your own eyes. And you're like, oh, really? And then, uh, let's see, there's one other brilliant uh, quote I wanted to read you. This is Kamala Harris, your vice, your vice president. I love the idea of exploring the unknown. And then there's other things that we just haven't figured out or discovered yet. To think about so much that's out there that we still have to learn, like, I love that. I love that, and so I'm very excited about the Space Council. Can we put her uh, next to Bill Shatner on that rocket tomorrow and just leave her the hell up there? You know what I mean? 
Don Morgan, you ever see like the old science fiction movies where they open the airlock accidentally and somebody gets sucked out into the void of space? Could we maybe have a maybe have like a hatch malfunction, like tether Shatner? You know what I mean? So he doesn't float away. Because we want Shatner back, okay? Right. But maybe just le- accidentally leave her untethered and kick open that airlock and see. And just there you go. Bye, Kamala. It's enough of you. Or just yeah, maybe just drop her off on the moon. She wants. She loves the craters of the moon so much. Let's well, put her on the moon. I don't think they have enough fuel in the uh, rocket to get her that far. So. Well, that sucks for her. We'll just have to jettison her then. Put her in a spacesuit. Send her in the direction of the moon. It'll lower her down. You guys are going to see. You're going to literally see the craters on the moon with your own eyes. Oh, Holly, she knows that we've been there, right? <laughs> yeah. She knows that, right? With your own eyes. You know, Don, you're going to see craters on the moon with your own eyes. Also, with a $30 telescope from Walmart, you could also see <laughs> the craters on the moon. Oh, boy. Man. Yeah, she's, uh, like I said, she got a lot of space between the ears there. She's she's not very deep. I, I'm not, I know, I know, I'm a racist and a woman hater now, right? You know, I, I, I'm a sexist pig who hates black people, I know, you know, or mixed race people or whatever the hell she is, you know. But no, I don't like her because she's a moron. The, the You're going to literally see the craters on the moon with your own eyes. With your, my own freaking eyes? Holy crap, that's amazing. <laughs> so anyway, that was, I, I, you know, I put myself through that. Because so that's what we're doing with your tax dollars. That's, this is your tax dollars. Ooh, hard work. Hiring, you know, adolescent actors to act like they give a crap about Kamala Harris. And act like they're excited. Okay, now, when she says the moon thing, you guys act like you're excited, okay? Okay? Come on, work with me now. Right. <laughs> oh, wait, it's a Canadian uh, production company. Work with me, eh? So, you know, that's, uh, that's your, yeah, your tax dollars hard at work. They ought to call the show Get Stupid with Kamala. And instead of Get Curious, <laughs> no. it ought to be Get Stupid with Kamala Harris. Because <laughs> I feel less intelligent for having watched that video. I, I, you know what I mean? Like simple muscle coordination, motor functions, I think I've lost a couple. I think watching Kamala Harris on a regular basis will literally give you the stupid. It'll dull your intellect. You know, so if you want to, if you want your intellect dulled by a couple of notches, watch Get Curious with Vice President Kamala Harris. God, I hate everything I do. And then there's other things that we just haven't figured out or discovered yet. Really? We just haven't figured it out yet? Well, maybe we will. <laughs> yeah, like, how the hell did you get your own TV show? How, how the hell did you get her job? <laughs> That's what I'm curious about. How did she get her job, man, which she doesn't do? <laughs> you know? So anyway, I just want to lay that trip on you. Uh, in other space news, yeah, Bill Shatner taking off tomorrow around 8.30 our time. Going up into space. The final frontier. And, uh, boy, that's going to be a great press conference afterwards, you know what I mean? Right. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, he came back and he couldn't speak English anymore, like something happened to him? <laughs> he gets up there, and you ever hear, like, people have brain injuries or whatever, they come out and they can't, they can speak like Mandarin? Yeah. Bill will come back and he can't, he can't, you know, speak in English anymore. Right. Or it's one of those things like a Star Trek episode where he goes up there and, like, <laughs> 20 years time passes by for him, <laughs> but for us it's like 20 seconds. My God, I've been up there forever. You know, he comes back and he's got like this, you know, <laughs> beard. He's got a beard. He's got a family. He looks of, like the old dead guy in, in Planet of the Apes. He's got a family of alien children, <laughs> you know. That's what we need because Bill is always getting alien strange. You know what I mean? We, yeah. we, need, Bill, right. we need Bill to come back with like a Martian girlfriend or something, like a blue chick. You know what I mean? <laughs> I want you to come back with a blue chick. A family of blue children. <laughs> this awesome. is... That's how you pronounce her name in her native language. All right, this is stupid. 21059. <laughs> Here's Steve. Steve, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh, did you say that Kamala's um, stuff was done with a Canadian? Yeah, Canadian production company. company. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Do we not have any? Do we not have any uh, companies here in the in in Texas or in the? Yeah, United well, they're States? all racist, so we had to go with the Canadians. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, 
I don't know, man. Who we're dealing with, right? Oh yeah, yeah. She's not. She ain't the brightest. She ain't the brightest bulb. I'm just gonna put it out there. She's yes, not. She's a sandwich short of a picnic. Yes, she uh, is. Have a good day. Thank you, sir. Thank you. She is stupid. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. We did it. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> News Talk 550 KTSA. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, well, just very quickly, the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. Uh, good on Greg, Greg Abbott, our governor. The governor. Who, uh, you know, uh, is banning uh, vaccine mandates in the state of Texas by any entity. By any entity, uh, because it's you know really creating some havoc. You're uh, costing people their jobs, man. And uh, yeah, obviously there's going to be a countersuit by the uh, or an injunction or something from the Biden administration. There'll be a legal battle, so I don't know if it's going to survive or not. But you know what? It, it, and Trey said this on when we're doing where and Ryman. He's right that more governors need to need to do this. Republican governors need to take a stand and say, you know what? No vax mandates. Look at what's happening with Southwest Airlines. That's, <laughs> I know it's messing a lot of people up. You know, I've already seen, because uh, well, you know, I'm sure you already know that uh, you got a lot of pilots and employees of Southwest that are, you know, suddenly getting sick and they're not going to work. It's not a, it's not a protest, right? Because you got to watch the union stuff. So they're just not, they're just calling in sick. Uh, a whole lot of them, and it's screwing air, air traffic up, you know, uh, out of Southwest, where, you know, flights that would normally come into uh, Southwest, these flights are being canceled, they're being rerouted, and it's causing some havoc with folks who are trying to get someplace. But, you know, there's a whole bunch of employees of Southwest, the pilots and what have you, that say, you know what, I don't want to get the vaccine. Uh, now we have uh, the next mandate, I believe, is air traffic controllers, right? And that's coming up, uh, Trace of the day before Thanksgiving, which is uh, the biggest, one of the biggest uh, travel days uh, of the year. And, you know, a lot of those, I think a lot of those, uh, maybe half of all air traffic controllers are not vaxxed. You know, and it's, it is screwing up travel plans for folks. And I've seen some folks on Facebook already, you know, had a big, a meeting I was supposed to go to, and I couldn't get to it, and I missed it because of Southwest, so don't book on Southwest. But, you know, we got to start taking a stand against this stuff. We really do. Really just need to start drawing that line in the sand, man, and saying, you know what? These vax mandates are screwing us up. It's hurting the economy. It's messing up people's ability to, to earn a living. And uh, and it's not right. And it's damned un-American. <laughs> it's very un-American. Here's... John, John, how you doing? I'm all right, John. How are you doing, sir? Another day in paradise, man. What are you thinking? I got to disagree with you on Abbott using an executive order to ban vaccine mandates. We need to get away from this idea that chief executives, by by fiat or whim, can dictate how we or businesses run our lives. Call a special session, put it on their agenda, and if the legislature wants to ban mandates, as they should, then we need to pass a law. The reason that our the reason that school kids are still wearing masks is because he uses executive authority instead of calling a special session and statutorily banning mask mandates. We're doing it the wrong way. So you say we need to do it through the process that's already the legal, the legislative process. Well, let's just pretend the Democrats have a chance of beating Abbott in the governor's race. Right. Do you want Beto O'Rourke dictating your life? Well, no. I mean, that's an excellent point. <laughs> And, and and factually, it's this this edict or this you know ban from the governor's office probably isn't going to survive anyway. Uh, so maybe you're right. Maybe there's something to be, something to be said. I think he's doing it because it's immediate. But uh, again, I, I don't really see it surviving. So maybe it's he's all for show. Uh, ultimately, he's getting primaried pretty hard by Alan West. Everyone knows he's going to get the nomination, but Alan West is hitting him from the right. Right. And he says, this is red meat to conservatives, which is fine, but it sends the wrong message. It sends the message that our governor gets to decide by himself what the law is. 
That's not our system of government. We lived under it for a year and a half. I think we're all sick of it. Let's go back to this thing called representative republic. Let's just go back and try that again. You know, that's not a bad point. I can't really argue with you, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, I, I think it, it, it does play into the frustration, though. Politically, he's right. It is red meat for folks who, who are, you know, uh, sick and tired of all these mandates. But it is in and of itself a mandate. So 210-599-5555. Oh, and Superman's gay. Oh, there we go. Superman's going to be gay. Well, he's going to be bisexual. Well, it's his son. Uh, uh, Lois and Clark Kent got together, and, you know, he is the man of steel. I don't know how that worked. I'm just saying. Uh, and so they had a kid in the comic books. I haven't read a Superman comic book in decades. I, I'm a Marvel guy. And so Lois and Superman's son, John Kent, is going to take up being Superman for the old man, and he's going to come out as bisexual. In the first, in the first episode, Don Cooper, he 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 lip locks with a with a guy. You know, I'm just saying, if Superman tongue kisses you, wouldn't he knock your teeth out? You know, I mean, well, you know what I mean. If Superman were to kiss you, wouldn't that hurt? I mean, the guy can move planets. You know what I mean? Ow. Hey, take it easy. You know, I'm just saying, man. But, yeah, hey, Superman's gay. He's going to be bisexual. And, uh, you know, because we need, we need everything's going to be gay right now. You know, I got, I got nothing against gay people. But, man, does everything have to be? Can't you just come up with another? Can't you come up with Captain Gay? Don, I told Don Morgan this a few weeks ago. Captain Gay, you know, can leap tall buildings with a single swish. It's a flamingo. It's Barry Manilow. Oh, it's Captain Gay. You know, I'm just, just come up with a gay superhero. Why you got to make all the old superheroes gay? You know what I mean? I get so sick of this, man. Just come up with Captain Gay. <laughs> you know, give him a pink cape and a feather boa. And just, you know, just... <laughs> What? Super queen. Just come up with a gay character. Come up with a gay... You know what I mean? Super queen. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? I'm just saying, why do you got to make Superman gay? I don't even... I don't, it's, not his, it's not Superman, per se. It's it, his son. It's his gay son. Right. But he's not gay. He's bisexual. Oh, he's bisexual, so he can go either way. Maybe he'll end up with a blue chick. I'm just... It's you know what it and you said it before and it's true. It's just really about selling comic books. That's why they do this crap. It's about because nobody cares. Nobody who's reading Superman comics anymore, flying around in his freaking underwear. Nobody's reading that crap. So they got to do something weird. Let's make him gay. You know and uh, and the I just whole thing. The, I'm the just, just whole movement is just a giant money grab. It's all it is. You know, and and if if it weren't for all of these companies, like now you have DC DC Comics, Comics right? Um, and, and everywhere you go during June, you know you've got stuff with rainbows being sold, on, right? You right. know, and it just completely, in my opinion, it completely defeats the purpose and becomes a money grab. Well, and it's it it, does. it's almost like you know when you were in school and everybody all of a sudden started wearing a cool new pair of sneakers, right? You know, well, gee, I don't want to I don't want to look like an ass. I'm going to get these sneakers. No, it's I'm not going to look like a like a phobic. I'm going to put on a rainbow. Yeah, Mister Rainbow. Look at me, a gay a gay superhero. So you have to pay the money, no matter what it is. Either just buy our damn comic books. Yeah, can leap tall buildings with a single swish. <laughs> Sometimes I. I crack myself up. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Maybe you should write it yourself. <laughs> Captain Gay. Come up with your own comic book. <laughs> he shoot no, he, he shoots rainbows out of his eyes. Like <laughs> Superman can shoot heat rays. Captain Gay shoots rainbows out of his eyes. No, he blinks. He winks and shoots rainbows out of a, out of a. He's gonna use every stereotype you could think of. Well, they, you know, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, why not? <laughs> Why not? You know, turn Barry Manilow into a villain somehow, you know? Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. Mr. Copacabana, you know, Barry Manilow goes evil, and, and so 
Captain Gay has to do battle with Barry Manilow. Just thinking outside the box here, man. DC Comics. I used to call it depressing comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that D, you could use that for a couple of other words now, couldn't you? Oh, come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Yeah, man. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. I'm Sean. Welcome back to the show, the Sean Rama Show. It's my last name, Rama. I want to take one gay Superman call here. Superman's well, Superman's kid is going to be bisexual. Here's Sam. Sam, how are you? No, 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 no. It's Sean Rama Arriaga. All right. I have okay. to explain that every time you say it. You make me cra- My wife's last name is Arriaga, so he says I should take Arriaga. Arriaga. All right. All right. What's on your mind? Hey, instead of Superman, they missed the golden opportunity of Bruce Jenner making him the the poster child for gay, lesbian, transgender. They missed that boat. But Wait, you should have t- maybe that ought to be like a Bruce Je- or a Caitlyn Jenner comic book or something? Yeah, but they're, of course, you know, the Jenners and, you know, the Kardashians, they're going to want gazillions of dollars, you know, to... Bruce Jenner could be Captain Gay. Well, he's not gay. But you know what's weird about Bruce Jenner? He's transgender. He's not gay. He's straight. That's what's weird about it. He just likes, you know, living like a chick. <laughs> hey, quick question. Quick question. Yes. Quick question. Uh, the previous caller about uh, mandates and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Remember when Biden first came in office, he uh, initiated like 1.37 billion uh, executive orders. Forget yeah. that stuff. Um, just like he said, the branch that is in charge of making those rules and laws, they should do it. Not the governors, not the mayors, not the county judge. Only the legislature, and then we won't have these gazillion mandates going left and right. I mean, it, so you agree with the last caller, basically? In in essence, yes, because then then we won't have these. You know, oh uh, well. I mean, uh, I understand what you're saying. I got to go. I, I I I like the idea of the governor standing up to the president. I do like that. Yes, yes. You know, um, but you know, again, and I appreciate the call, dude. It, it's not. It, it's, they're they're going to sue. They're going to get an injunction placed against this thing. So it's it, at the end of the day, it might be just kind of pointless. Here's uh, Rick. Rick, how you doing? Hey, pretty good, Sean. I wasn't going to reveal my secret, but since you're talking about it, my alter ego is Captain Liberace. And I, <laughs> Captain I, I Liberace. Fly around, I fly around with a giant titanium candelabra <laughs> that I use to club any kind of criminals with. And when I'm not too busy, Captain Liberace. I fly across the sky shouting, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> I wish my brother George hey, was here. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, talking about the mandate, uh, I'm reminded of an old story from Bill Buckley, but it's not important. The thing is, to, to equate a mandate that is saying you nobody can take away your rights right. with a mandate that says you can't exercise your rights, that's those aren't the same thing. They are both mandates. I'll grant you. Right. Like Bill Buckley said, a guy who pushes a woman under the bus and a guy who pushes a woman out from under the bus is not the same guy. Right. Even though they both push old ladies. Well, he's trying to. Yeah, he's trying to ensure you still have choice over your own medical decisions. So exactly of the two mandates, I like that one better. <laughs> and I and I like I like governors, you know, being the ones in control. That, Really, uh, the federal government is supposed to be the last line of governance. You know what I mean? And and the the first line is supposed to be your mayors and your and your governors. So you know, I I I, I understand what the co- previous two callers have said, but I still like that he's doing it. You know, <laughs> so exactly. All right, Liberace, thanks for the call, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh man, Liberace. Remember the TV specials? They come in flying on guy wires, you know, with a with a with a big uh, big feather boa wrapped in a big fur coat. For those of you who are not as old as us, <laughs> me and the two Dons here, Liberace was a guy who played piano and he was an entertainer, and he was just so over the top, you know. And he had these. And then 
crazy costumes he'd wear. The polka. A polka. You want to hear a polka? Okay. Beer barrel. Beer barrel polka. All right. Oh, God. I haven't heard that voice in a long time, man. 210-599-5555. See, that's what happens when you start talking about gay Superman. You end up talking about Liberace. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Is everybody having a good time? Speaking of a good time, the 14th annual Raul Jimenez Radiothon is still going on till this Friday. It's the big day. But uh, like last year, obviously we're not all getting together. We're doing delivery. The Jimenez family is going to be delivering. Uh, we want to do about 12,500 dinners this year for Thanksgiving, and we need your help. A lot of folks are donating, but we need more help because we have to you know, buy the turkeys and, and all the food items as well. So go to the website, ktsa.com, and do what you can for us. And then on Friday, we'll be uh, talking to some special folks uh, on the show uh, to celebrate or support the fourth, I can't hard to believe, 14, 14th annual Raul Jimenez Radiothon. Brought to you by Airtron Heating and Air, Window World, Institute for Functional Health, Health, Texas Primary Care Doctors, and Ansira. Uh, 210-599-5555. One more gay Superman call. Here's Gennaro. Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on, dude? Uh, I, um, I, I really wasn't going to comment on the Superman thing. I was going to comment on the Liberace thing. <laughs> Liberace. Look, man, look, check this out, man. You cannot make this up. In 1978, uh, I've always been into science fiction. In 1978, right. on Sundays, you would get, if you were a kid, you would get the TV guide and look for the movies. Right. And... And uh, on a Tuesday, there was a show called Leaping Lizards. It's Liberace. So I thought it was going to be like a science fiction. Leaping thing. Lizards? Yes. You, I don't you remember that. Guys look it up. You, you can have your guys look it up. Leaping Lizards. It's Liberace. And I told my mom about it. I'm like, Mom, I got to watch this. Okay, all right. So we're <laughs> sitting down, and we're watching this. And I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Well, well, guess what, man? It turned my mom on to Liberace. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, wow. So, for like, so that she just started listening to Liberace, huh? Dude, you cannot make this stuff up. Wow. Leaping anyway, lizards. Uh, Uncle, Uncle Sean, um, could I have the bong sound effects? I don't know. If, if we got, go. Chris isn't here today. I don't know if Don knows where the bong sound effect is. Here, I'll, I'll do it for you, Gennaro. Look, 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 look. There you go. <laughs> I, I love you, man. I love you too, man. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Gennaro's a good guy, man. Two zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Now we're we're getting into old fart territory. But do we all remember TV Guide? Yeah, remember TV Guide? <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you young people, you young people are so overrated. You know, in my day, you didn't have a preview channel. You had to subscribe to a stinking magazine <laughs> called TV Guide. And it would show you all the stuff that was on that week, right, Don? And they usually have a few articles in the front, and it was always, you know, the, who's going to be on the cover of TV Guide? And Gennaro's right. You'd look through all, because I'm a, I was a big movie guy uh, as a kid, and I love science fiction movies too, and monster movies, and so I was always looking for, like, what the next monster movie is going to be, and when's it going to be on. That, you don't think about that crap. You had to wait for stuff to air, man. Now you can just have it whenever you want it. But in Don Cooper's day and in my day, you had to wait till Friday night to see what you wanted to see. That's why, you know, during the, during the 80s, that's why I missed a lot of stuff on TV. Like, I didn't, I've never seen an episode of Miami Vice. There's a lot of TV shows that were popular in the mid to late 80s because I was always out drinking and, and meeting girls. I was never home to watch TV. This week, TV Guide focuses on George Kennedy as the Blue Knight. Oh, when my Joseph God. When Joseph best-selling novel was finished, Kennedy was everyone's choice to play. TV Guide. Morgan. That's crazy, man. I haven't thought about that in forever. Uh, 210-599-5555. Uh, when we come back, uh, a couple of, you know, it's not a great news day. Uh, i got a couple of other things. We'll talk about the Southwest, single, Southwest thing 
Demi Lovato uh, wants us to stop calling extraterrestrials aliens because it's derogatory. Space aliens. Hey, does that chick ever smile anymore? Doesn't she? Every picture you see, she has a scowl on her face. Like she's just freaking unhappy. You know what I mean? Jeez. Lighten up, sweetheart. Uh, Also, oh, yeah, one of my favorite uh, uh, albums of all time turns 50 years old, I think, today or this week. And uh, I'll tell you what that is next hour as well. Plus, Rudy J will join us from ESPN at 1015 for his daily visit. He's on the morning show with Rob Thompson from 7 to 10, Monday through Friday. It's a very cool show. And uh, Rudy comes by and, uh, and and talks to us and pays a visit uh, at 1015. We're going to be taking a break here, but the phone lines are open. Uh, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And let us know what you're thinking. Oh, we'll, go, we'll also talk about the, the mandate uh, as well uh, with our governor. Uh, not, not a mandate, but he's banning vaccine mandates in the state of Texas. And so we'll see uh, uh, you know, if that's going to survive an injunction or whatever legal opposition uh, we uh, get from, uh, uh, from the federal government. So we'll see. Okay, I, will, I guess that's it. And we'll be right back. News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? How's your day going? Uh, we're talking about the news of the day, and the phone lines are open 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. And uh, i got a few things I want to get to this hour. Um, the Southwest Airlines thing is interesting. You know, and I, I think what's going on, maybe you you agree or disagree, I don't know, you can tell me what you think, 210-599-5555, that it, the, the, the left in this country have gone so far out there, man, and I, and, I, and we all know why, right? And, and I, I say this all the time, and I actually heard McCarty say it perfectly the other night, he said uh, that Donald Trump broke the Democrats, like he broke their minds. Uh, and the swamp, uh, did not see Donald Trump coming. The Democrats did not see Donald Trump coming. A man who was not beholden to anybody, didn't know anybody anything, who's not political, who actually, as far as previous presidents, uh, was more effective in four years than most president, presidents are in, in eight because he wasn't political. He just wanted to solve problems and get things done. And he really messed up their heads, man. And so the left in this country know that they have this window of opportunity to get a lot of weird crap done uh, on the extremities, and so that's what they're doing. So the spending bill is all about. It's the, the about the elections and the For the People Act. It's the open border so they can change the political dynamic of this country. It's a lot of this extreme crap about social justice and climate change. And basically, they want to take. Basically, they want to run the country into a brick wall and then turn it into something else. And they know that they can't afford another guy like Donald Trump, so they got to prevent another guy like Donald Trump from coming along somehow, or even Trump himself, for that matter. And and that's why you you have such. These are such extreme times. Whether you're talking about the economy starting to suck and it's going to get worse, man. Or you're talking about vaccine mandates, and I the popular slogan around now is it's not about the the virus, it's about it's about control. And I I I have always said that people, a lot of people who may or may not pay attention to uh, politics or the government or a lot of this stuff. When it starts hitting them financially and, and then, and in regards to their, 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 uh, medical choices, that's when people start taking notice. Because that, that makes it personal. Your ability to earn a living, your ability to go to work, and, uh, your ability to make your own medical choices, that's when people start, people who are not normally engaged, that's when they start waking up. And with the Southwest Airlines thing, I think that's what you're seeing. Because I, I know that you're hearing a lot of bull crap about weather and air traffic and, and all that, and it has nothing to do with that. You know it, and I know it. They're all unionized, so they can't say it's, it's a walkout. But they're calling in sick, and they're just not showing up. 
And, you know, if you are paying attention to social media, or at least I'm on Facebook, that's all I do. Um, you're seeing a lot of people whose travel plans are getting screwed up, and I, I guess the next mandate is for air traffic controllers to get vaccinated. And I, I don't know, I think Trey said half of all air, tra- or significant percentage of all air traffic controllers in this country are, are not vaccinated. So they may be going bye-bye the day before Thanksgiving. Or maybe they call in sick. And that's going to create all kinds of havoc, because right now it's just Southwest, right? Air traffic controllers start not showing up, and that affects every airline. And I, I, I think this is a, a good thing overall, even though it's screwing up a lot of people's travel plans. But it, it tells me that people are getting frustrated and they're getting sick of this crap. And then they start looking at things like the border, and then they start looking at things like Afghanistan, and they realize that this guy is just a total crap show. And this country's going down the tubes very, very quickly. And I think the vax mandate is is kind of the linchpin. I think that's the that's the last straw in a sense. When somebody loses their job because they won't get vaccinated, because everybody's different. Some people may not be able to get vaccinated. Some people may have medical reasons why they can't get vaccinated. Some people, yes, may have. You heard the story from ABC. May have religious reasons why they don't want to get vaccinated. There's all kinds of reasons that people can have, other than their conspiracy theorist weirdos. And we're talking about a fair amount of people at this point. We're not talking about a little amount of people who just don't want to get the vaccine. We, excuse me, we have a fair amount of people in the medical professions that that don't want to get vaccinated, and I find that really strange. So you know, I, I think you're going to start seeing this more and more in in different aspects of life and in different industry. This now we're dealing with the airlines. But uh, I, I think people are just, have just been pushed far enough, <laughs> and they're sick of this crap. And I, you know, we we talk all the time about how we're just a couple of generations of morons from sliding into communism or socialism or something like that. And if you've listened to me for any length of time, you know what do I always say? But the, there's only one difference between us and let's say Russia pre-Soviet revolution or uh, Venezuela, or North Korea. There's one thing different, fundamentally different about America, and that is that we are America. And, uh, you know, Americans don't like being told what to do. <laughs> and I'm just hoping that that, in some weird way, saves the day at the end of the, at the, end of the day. What do you think? 2 one zero. I'm I'm drinking a soda pop for the caffeine. I need a little bit of caffeine, and it's making me a little gassy there, Don. I'm getting a little gassy. Got a little gas bubble in my chest. So if you hear me burp, that's what's going on. I can't hold back the burp because I might defibrillate. So and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to start sparking on the air. So uh, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. And uh, uh, we we do have a a very important story that I have not discussed so far, and this one's been keeping me up at night. I'm sure it has you as well. What Demi Lovato thinks we ought to call space aliens? D- Does that chick ever smile anymore? Doesn't she just look like she's parentally pissed off? She's just always upset about something. Oh, I'm sorry. They're always upset about something because she's nine binary. She got no binary. Demi Lovato now is an extraterrestrial expert because she saw a freaking orb uh, in, in the Joshua Tree Park National Park. She saw an orb. Remember that story from from a few weeks ago? She saw a floating orb, and uh, she's packed on a little weight there, Don Morgan. She kind of looks like a floating orb at this point, and she's got a new YouTube uh, video series about space aliens. Because, for all we know, she may be one. And she doesn't want people calling them aliens anymore. She says, I think that we have to stop calling them aliens because aliens is a derogatory term for anything. That's why I like to call them ETs. Do you think, like, freaking talking squid from some other planet they don't care. are going to start, you know, I don't think filing claims with any given anti-discrimination council? Do you think that if you refer to them as aliens, that they will, you know, try to cancel you out? You know, you know they well, have their own cancel culture up there in outer <laughs> space, perhaps. And... I wish they'd cancel her. 
I, in fact, I wish oh, they'd beam ha- her up. Happen. Just be- I wish that orb would come and just beam her up, man. She says it's a derogatory term, so don't call them aliens because it's offensive to aliens. It's offensive to them. God. And she also says that they're not dangerous. She says, I really, and she wants the stigma. She's fighting for, to can't get rid of, uh, you know, stereotypes and stigmas concerning beings we've never freaking seen before. She says that we have to get rid of the stigma that they're harmful or that they'll come and take over the planet. Who, who, who is this interview with? Who? It's her, on her little, she got a new YouTube series. Oh, on a YouTube. Where she's talking about space aliens because now she's a freaking expert. Because the little, the little fatty sawn orb in the desert. <laughs> After dropping some acid or something. Yeah, that's right. I called her a little fatty. She's got a little chunk going these days. Uh, I really think that if there's anything out there, there would, not that that's bad. She's still got a big old booty. She's got a big old butt, doesn't she? Demi Lovato's got a big old butt. Uh, I really think that if there was anything out there they would want that they, that they would want to do that to us, it would have happened by now. So her argument for why alien, space aliens are, never, are not dangerous is that they could have greased us by now already. I just want them to beam her up, you know, and do, do experiments on her. You know what I mean? Get her off the planet, please. Remember when Demi Lovato was fun? When she used to sing songs and stuff in really tight dresses. Remember those good old days? Now she's freaking non-binary. She's seeing floating orbs in the desert. And she's fighting for, she's fighting for the rights of space aliens. Right. Well, she's come a long way from freaking Disney, hasn't she? So there's your Demi Lovato story for the day. I know you're... spent too much time on Space Mountain, obviously. Perhaps. Because she is getting a little cosmic-y weird. Cosmic-y weird. 210, do you think Demi Lovato is full of crap? 210-599-5555. She's smoking the ganj. Yeah, really. I thought she was clean and sober. Put a couple of peyote buttons in that. She uh, got some peyote there in the bong. She's drinking some, she's drinking some peyote tea. I know she's non-binary because she's got a boy haircut now too, right? That makes her non-binary. Two one zero five nine. Two one zero. You know what? I, I just don't get where where Demi Lovato was coming from. I think this. she's feeling insecure, like nobody cares about her anymore, and so she's got to she's got to get us to care about her again mm-hmm. with this weird crap. So please, if there are any extra ter- extraterrestrials, where the guy from uh, sp- uh, Ancient yeah, Aliens, the if there are any extraterrestrials, could you please beam up Demi? You could have her. Just take her. Let her be your, your Richard Dreyfus. Just take her, man. Get her off the freaking planet. You could have, you know, out of space sing-alongs. <laughs> I would love for her to do her YouTube videos from actual space. I was talking about, you know, putting Kamala on the rocket tomorrow with Bill Shatner. Why don't we put Demi in there, too? And just leave them untethered and open that space, open that airlock, man. And let them go visit the cosmos. Bring Bill back, though. 210-599-5555. Don't leave Shatner yeah, up there. We need ne- him. Because he's never done anything weird. Yeah, but he's good weird. <laughs> Shatner's... Okay, this... That's a great point. Shatner is good weird, okay? He's interesting weird. He's interesting weird. Right. Demi Lovato, not interesting. Not good weird. Not good weird. Annoying weird. How does that make you feel? 210... <laughs> Kind of sorry for her, actually. Well, you know, she just never smiles anymore. Demi, put a big smile on your face once in a while. And some tight jeans. 210-599-5555. Winky, oinky. Let's take a little break. She does have a nice big butt. 210-599-5555. I don't care. Everybody knows it. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. This is Scott Robbins. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. My favorite time of the day. Rudy J from ESPN joins us for his, up, uh, his daily visit from ESPN, the morning show with Rob Thompson there. You and Rob do the mornings from 7 to 10, 7 to 10 Monday through Friday. Yep. 1250 AM, 94.5 FM. <laughs> How do you feel... About gay Superman. Superman's going to be I gay. I saw that. I saw that. It's like I got nothing against gay people, but he's... no, no, no. I, I mean, 
It's look. In, in my opinion, uh, one is it's a it's an inclusion thing. One right. right, but number two, it's also they won't tell you this. They won't admit this. They're gonna go to the inclusion card, but it's a money grab. Ah, it, Don Morgan's been saying it all morning. Money, it's a money grab because I mean, I mean, there you you just look around across the board. You know when when they when they're included, that's it makes more money. Well, yeah, I know when the LGBT LGBTQ Superman communities, yeah, oh, yeah, it's gonna make gonna make way more money. Yeah. Way it's about it's about selling comic books. Absolutely, is what it is. Comics, movies, whatever they're going to do. I don't know. It's going to be a movie. I don't know. It's, it's a comic book, but it's also yeah. a money guy. It's it's a, right. I, it's an inclusion. Yeah, that's you know people cool. hear what they want to hear, but it's also a big money play. <laughs> it is. Man. That's Huge what we're all saying. And it's his son. It's not. It's not the Superman. Oh, he, see, I didn't look at. He and Lois. Caption, and I was like, what? He and Lois had a had a kid. And it's him. He's taking oh. over as Superman, and he's going to be bisexual. And he he like kisses a dude in the first. Uh, and I got nothing. You know, he kisses no, no, a dude. No, no, I saw the little cover shot, right, where he's kiss. kissing the dude. Yeah. And I, the only thing I was thinking is that Superman, you know, if he tried to tongue kiss you, wouldn't he knock your teeth out? Do you <laughs> know what I mean? To, he's supposed to be. Too wouldn't strong? he like snap your neck if he like you know was kissing on you? He didn't break Lois in half. Well, but I'm just saying, if he gets a little <laughs> randy, he didn't break Lois. Lois, he, Lois survived. He kill you. Well, I, I know, but I'm just saying, like, hey, take it easy, Tiger. Yeah, man, you can a, move planets. <laughs> I saw it. I didn't know what to think. I was like, oh, wow. But I didn't read into it, so I didn't know that that's his son. It's his gay son, his bisexual son, mm. and uh, he can leap tall buildings with a single swish. I'm sorry, that's the second time I've used that joke today. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? I, I was telling Don Morgan, and I think... What did Don say? <laughs> it's a flamingo. It's Barry Manilow. It's gay Superman. I, I just... Why don't they have a gay superhero? Just come up with... Why do you have to make old superheroes gay? Why That's not just came up with, like, Captain Gay or something, or, like, a you know, a gay a gay superhero? I didn't think about that. You know? Because then, the, then the cape would make sense. Well, I think that's why they went with his son. <laughs> right. So they didn't make Superman, because you can't... But Superman, you can't just change the game in the ninth... Well... That's Caitlin, 50 years, Caitlin you know. changed the game in the ninth inning. Well, that's right. So, I mean, sometimes it happens that way. Doesn't that still kind of, isn't that kind of interesting? Because you and I, when I grew up, you know, Bruce Jenner was a very well-known celebrity. Celebrity was on the, was on the Wheaties box. Super, superb and, athlete. A, a, superb athlete, absolutely. Superb athlete out of this world. And now he's a, he's a woman. Yeah. He'll be a woman. Yeah, on the Chappelle, on the Chappelle special, the newest one, that you're trying to get banned, but Netflix is like, oh, we gave him 60 million. We're not banning it. Oh, he, yeah. Yeah, he said, uh, it was crazy that, you know, after one year, they gave Caitlyn Jenner woman of the year, and he was like, what about all you? <laughs> Y'all don't feel bad? Like, he's been a woman one year, and he's the woman of the year over you been a, a woman for 50 it. years. Yeah. It, it, it truly really is a man's world, because yeah. you can just be a woman if you want to. Anyway. <laughs> maybe I'll be yeah, a woman for the and you can do it on a daily basis, you know. Maybe I feel I'll, like I missed an interesting show. It's it's been a weird show. We've had we talked about gay Superman and Demi Lovato wants us to stop calling extraterrestrials Dude, aliens. And you know what? At this point, Demi's trolling us. She Demi's is trolling us. Like I know she's been through some things, and yeah. I wish her the best. But Demi's trolling. She is. She's she's not serious, right? Yeah, she's it's offensive to aliens to call them aliens. Not yeah, that we've said, ever seen that, an alien. She said, "Don't call ET Extra, extraterrestrials. Don't call them aliens because it's a derogatory term." So I guess she's worried about you well, know do you offending Mars. Well, off. I think there's something out there. Yeah, you do. Okay. Well, just by virtue of the numbers and how much right. that we can't be the only life in all of that. You know, right. I don't know what the hell that means if it's like a talking squid no, or I know something. What you mean. But I, in fact, I think Demi Lovato maybe I think maybe she's an alien. I think maybe she's setting us up. To yeah, she's trolling. The big she's reveal. Not she knows how to grab headlines. She probably got a song coming out, <laughs> right? That nobody it's would smart. listen to without this no, stuff. It's smart though. Rudy J, man, thank you so much for stopping by uh, on the ESPN Morning Show every day, seven to ten with Rob Thompson. Man, it's always a pleasure hanging My out man, with you. Thank you very much. Thanks. Y'all be easy. Oh yeah, I'm taking it easy for the rest of the show. Thank you, man. Later. <laughs> Don't call them aliens because it'll offend them. They're 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 space aliens. Well, I actually Trey made a good point. You know, if if an alien did come here from outer space, they would also be like if they landed in California, wouldn't they be an illegal alien as well? We do have immigration laws. I don't care if you're off planet or not. Sticking outside the box. You're... Oh God. 
News Talk 550 KTSA. The brilliance of Demi Lovato. Welcome back to the show. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. There is a really cool musical. This is kind of my turning into my nerd segment where I just nerd out on something. Because I get tired of talking about how awful things are. So, you know, it's for my own mental health. I have to take a break. And uh, the, 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 is it this week or is it today? I, should, I guess I should look that up. <laughs> that is the 50th anniversary of probably one of my favorite. You know, I'm not really into musical theater. You know, my, my kid does a lot of musical theater, my daughter, and, you know, um, and uh, and she's she really enjoys it. She's done Little Shop of Horrors and a, and a few others. And uh, but I I myself have never been a huge fan of musical theater. But uh, Jesus Christ Superstar <laughs> is uh, let's see. It was released. Uh, let me see if I can find that real quick. I should have looked this up before. The original record. What uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber used to do is he would uh, do a studio recording of a show that he wanted to produce, that he had written and, and composed the music for. Uh, and, uh, and he would do, the, uh, he would do the, uh, the album first, and then he would you know bring some folks from the album and some new folks, and they'd produce it as a stage play. October 12, 1971, yeah. The the original record of Jesus Christ Superstar is one of my absolute favorite pieces of music. I Don I know both Dons. I know I know every line in that I know every line, every lyric, I know every song in that damn thing. Oh, it just gives me shivers. It's so cool. It's fifty freaking years old today. Alright. That album was huge back in the day. It really was, wasn't yeah, it? It sold a lot. Because I remember my I still my... Ha- I have I still have my copy on vinyl at home. Oh do uh, you? Yeah, I do. My brothers had a uh had a copy of it. I can't remember where it must have been my older brother Roger. Because right. I grew up with uh and my brother loved it. Yeah. It's such a great show, man. And who was it? Uh, all right, who, who was it that uh, who who sang Jesus's part in the in the record? It was uh, the guy from Deep Purple, wasn't Ian it? Gillen, right. Ian Gillian. Yeah, you had Murray Head, who did the Murray the, Head did the studio song. and yep. the the stage yep. play as Judas. And uh, Yvonne Elliman was on the soundtrack as well. Who's right? that? Yvonne uh, Elliman. If I can't have you from Saturday Night Fever. Oh, that's right. That's right. God, man, I, I I just I drive my wife crazy because I'll start singing it like every Easter I start playing it. <laughs> yeah, you know you got to play it loud though. That's the you got to play it loud, yeah. man. Tell the mob who sing your songs that they are fools and they are wrong. They are a curse. They should disperse. Now I'm driving these people crazy. <laughs> but you know that Jesus Christ Superstar is one of those records that you either love it or you don't. You know what I mean? People are either really into it, or they don't get it, or they don't like it. Some people don't like it because they say it's bad theology, you know, and that kind of thing. But to me, I've always looked at it as just an interpretation, right? And, and that's and they they make no bones about that, right? You know, they never said this is you know it, they just said it's based on right what they've what they've read their people, interpretation of it. Other uh, Jesus Christ superstar nerds are calling out. Oh, great, Don Cooper. Were you a fan of that record? Oh, he can't, he's, he's doing calls. He's in there listening. He's in there working. So here's how dare he? <laughs> here's Chuck. Chuck, how are you? I'm doing great, Sean. I actually listen to it on my Pandora all the time in the car. Yeah. But I was wondering, what did you think of the version that John Legend did, that live version? I the guy who played Judas, I thought was phenomenal. I thought it was a little beyond John Legend. I didn't think he pulled off Jesus. But the, whoever the guy was that played, because uh, that was a, it was a TV production. Didn't they do that live? I think it was one of those low back yeah. the, doing these live shows. It was live. What, what did you did you like it or what? I actually liked the music. I thought they did a pretty good job of it. There, because it was live, they were kind of restricted in what they could do. Right. But as far as the music itself goes, I thought some of the songs were really good. I think some of them were actually better than the originals. Right. I, don't, I can't remember the guy who played Judas, but I thought he was phenomenal. But I, yeah, John Legend, 
Well, you know, John Legend has that inherent smirk on his face. You know what I mean? He's always got like his with his face. You know how like some people like I have resting B word face. Okay, like when I'm just when I'm not exercising any of my face muscles, I look like I'm angry. Okay, John Legend has like resting clown face. Do you know what I mean? Where he just always has this little smirk on his face, and so I couldn't stop seeing the smirk as Jesus, and I'm like, what the smirking jesus so i i just and i didn't think he sang it very well frankly and and but then again uh, don cooper are you a big fan of jesus christ superstar do you love that record i uh 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 i i'm just so into the original recording that anything else i hear just never compares to that first recording that first record well that's the one that's been ingrained in your in yeah your mind, those, those yeah original. the original you know so anyway chuck first record was great but yeah so you liked it you liked some of it better than yeah, and he had Alice Cooper was in the movie too. Yeah, yeah. Alice Cooper <laughs> was Herod. In that he was movie. Herod. Yeah. Jesus, you just won't believe the hit you've made around here. <laughs> you were all we talk about, the wonder of the year. Anyway, I'm sorry, that was bad. I was flat. I was really flat there. Yeah, that was cool. I remember that. Alice Cooper was uh, was uh, Herod the Great. Uh, I always wanted to play pilots. If I, I, I can't now. I wouldn't be able to sing it now. But I mean, I all my life that was one on my bucket list is I wanted to play pilot in a production of Jesus Christ Superstar. But now I just ain't got the wind for it anymore. I just ain't got the wind for it. Like I used to sing all kinds of songs at karaoke, and I just can't pull it off anymore. What was the other? There was another music, Godspell. Around Godspell, the same time. yeah, I, that was eh. Uh, you know, that was a little yeah. too hippie for me. Yeah, the music was fine. Music was okay. Uh, it wasn't great. Jesus Christ. Andrew Lloyd Webber is just phenomenal. He really is. He is. It's ridiculous. You know, he's a high school dropout. Yeah. And uh, he's just a, 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 amazing. And I really liked, I liked what he said. I know he, who's the guy that wrote the lyrics. Tim Rice, I think was his name. Tim Rice, yeah. 50 years of it. And, God, I, I, I still kick myself for when Ted Neely, because Ted Neely did the stage show and then the movie and he i'm trying to think of what year it was it might have been 2000 when he came back and he's an old guy at that point he came back and he they didn't do the full play they just kind of came out and sang right. in the costumes and it was touring and I, I was living in delaware i think not delaware yeah i guess it was delaware and i god i, I wish i could have i would have gone and seen it what what he was striking to me about all of that is the age of these composers when they put this together. Oh, they were just young they were in guys. Their early 20s. Early when they, 20s. When they wrote this. And most people in their early 20s now can't operate a wall thermostat. You know what I mean? And they're <laughs> not being a jerk, but you know. Yeah. These are, these guys were in their early 20s writing this stuff. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. <sighs> all I was interested in, in my early 20s was wine and, you know, chicks. Anyway, uh, 2105. Two, yeah. Right, there's Murray Head. There you go, Murray Head. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, we'll take a break. Sean on Newstalk. Oh, wait. Newstalk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. Newstalk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah. <laughs> what a great show. What a great record. Almost a show, but a great record. Now I want to go home and listen to that on my well, my, on my rolling CD player. I got to get the CDs now, Don Cooper, Don Morgan. I got to get the CD. We got two Dons here. What was Trey saying this morning? We got double Ds here. Well, you know, since the heart attack, I've gone up a cup size. I'm so sorry. Um, two two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here, Matt, Matt, how you doing? Yes, how are you, Mr. Sean? Pretty good, man. What are you thinking? I had a quick question. Uh, what do you think about rock operas? Because I was thinking about Tommy, and it's one of my very favorites. And I don't know if it was Pete Townsend who coined that phrase, but he well, Tommy, quote unquote, rock opera, and I, uh, I adore Tommy. And yeah, the Tommy's movie good. Seventies was great. I like Tommy. I went, I, I'm not a, I'm not as huge a fan as a lot of folks. I like some of the songs. I, kind of, I I went through a period where all I listened to was the Who, 
for a couple of years. Yeah, me too. And then and I, I uh, and then then I earlier this week, right? You were doing your uh, Jack impersonation, Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. He sings in that movie, and he stinks. <laughs> yeah, he's awful. He, I, I uh, the movie's on, cool. You sing as Jack Nicholson. <laughs> love he's a pinball <laughs> wizard. Anyway, uh, so that was a good. I, you know, I kind of got burnt out on the Who because my 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 first wife, my daughter's mom, was obsessed with the Who and Pete Townsend. So you ever around somebody and they're obsessed with something and it burns you out on it? You know what I mean? Kind of ruins oh, it yeah. forever. So it's kind of what happened to me with the Who. But I, I, I tell you what, one of my favorites because uh, that was arguably the first rock opera. Uh, yeah, that's why I really think Pete Townsend, if I'm not mistaken. Coined the phrase I think he did. Opera. I think he did. And probably my he favorite. It. He killed it. He did. My, probably my favorite of that sort of kind of a thing would be The Wall by Pink Floyd. Oh, that's my favorite album ever. Yeah, it's just, you know, what a gorgeous uh, work of art. It's a, it's a heartbreaking work of art, but it's amazing. It so. only broke his heart and killed the band. Roger Waters, it, <laughs> it, 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 it broke him in, in two. Yeah, it did. <laughs> figuratively but but yeah but thank you so much for what you do oh thank you man i appreciate it man look mommy there's an airplane up in the sky remember when you where were you remember where in my generation we all kind of remember where we were when we saw the movie <laughs> the wall which was trippy man that was a trippy who was that i'm trying to think of the director of that um i don't remember now but god that was a bob geldoff the only thing i hated about the movie is that Bob Geldof really couldn't sing very well. Do you know what I mean? And so I was so used to hearing Roger Waters that when the film version came out and Bob Geldof said, I mean, he just sounded like like Bob Dylan on Valium. You know what I mean? It just didn't, didn't have the same intensity. But anyway, so that's just me nerding out on rock operas. <laughs> but hey, you guys liked it. Uh, yeah, uh, Jesus Christ Superstar turns 50 years of age today. Uh, and, uh, let's see, uh, yeah, Southwest Airlines, we're, final few moments here, if you want to call us up and talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about, 210-599-5555, Um, we're, you know, Southwest Airlines is a big story today because we've got all these uh, employees and pilots who are just calling in sick. It's not an actual walkout because they're unionized, and that's breaking the law, but... Uh, they are call, apparently calling in sick and causing all kinds of havoc. And this is, uh, even though Southwest is saying it has to do with weather patterns, which doesn't make any freaking sense whatsoever. Because the same weather patterns they're saying are landing or canceling all these flights aren't affecting any of the other airlines. It's about the vax mandate, man. The vax mandate. People are getting tired of it. They're standing up. They're drawing a line in the sand. And, uh, again, my, my partner, uh, Trey kind of said it perfectly this morning. We said, they're showing you what it's like not to have the ability to get on an airplane because of these vax mandates. Um, so, you know, I, 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 I think you'll probably start seeing this kind of thing in other industry. We know we got, uh, I forget which, I think it's, uh, is it Seattle where a whole bunch of, uh, cops are, are, are walking off the gig? You got a lot of medical professionals who have chosen to get out of the medical profession because of the vax mandates. And I, that's the one that kind of sticks in my mind, man. Why do you have so many medical professionals that don't want to get the vax? That's kind of freaky deaky, don't you think? And, uh, we have, uh, our own, uh, governor who, uh, did this yesterday, signed a proclamation, uh, banning vax mandates by any entity in the state of Texas. I think there's already an injunction coming from the federal government which uh, is to be expected. So I don't know if it's going to survive or not. But and I we had some um, disagreements on the show earlier where some folks said, "Well, you know, we don't we don't like we don't like any one person mandating anything, whether it's the governor or it's the president. You should do this legislatively." But you know, I don't know. It, it it is red meat for for the Republicans and for conservatives and libertarians. You know, and I I I I like it. I appreciate it. Again, I don't know how it's going to if it's actually going to play out and uh, survive, but, you know, we'll see. I would like to see more governors standing up against the president. That I would like to see on these uh, on these uh, COVID mandates and all this crap he's doing. 
because uh, they're really going for the for the whole farm, man. We talk about this every single stinking day. They're going for the whole farm. They know they got a window of opportunity here before the next round of elections. And I think you are seeing the biggest power grab in American history. Uh, and all I think it, 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 we're running out of time, so you may have to you know email me if you want, or we can talk about it tomorrow. But one thing I do believe, I believe it's all connected, man. I think it's all connected. Whether you're talking about the COVIDs or you're talking about the border or you're talking about the crap economy, uh, whether you're talking about the cancel culture, uh, I think it is all connected. Afghanistan, I think it's all connected to have a certain effect, which is destroying the old institutions of this country, creating havoc in the streets with crime rates going through the roof. The economy sucks, and that's going to get freaking worse, man. Cost me over thirty bucks now to to fill my tank up, uh, my little car. It's not a big car, and I think it's all intentional again to try to create something out of the ashes of the old America into something new and fascist. And I hope that uh, more Americans start waking up to this crap and 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 again drawing their own line in the sand, whatever that means. Whether that's going to a school board meeting and screaming and yelling about CRT. Or just making your voices heard in some other fashion. We gotta, we gotta go. Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins up next. Thank you, Don Cooper. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer. Don Morgan, Rudy J from ESPN, and of course my good brother Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.